Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, My boss, 24 male, is dating my ex, 19 female. And now I, 19 female, feel so uncomfortable and insecure at work. My ex and I broke up around four months ago, after dating for a little over a year. She was the one who broke up with me, but at the time, I agreed it was for the best, so we ended things on good terms. We're pretty chill now and have mutual friends, so we often all hang out together. So things between us are chill and friendly. I work at a research lab at my university. I just recently landed the position after a pretty damn long and competitive application and interviewing process. I met my boss, who's a grad student, and we became buddies pretty fast. He's a really nice and funny dude that knows what he's doing. I see him every day since me and two other undergrads work under him and help with research while he helps us with our own. Fast forward about two weeks and I see on my ex's Snapchat story a fucking picture of my boss with a heart emoji. I'm shocked as fuck so I reply to her story asking who her new boy is and sure enough she tells me she's dating my boss. I feign happiness for her and I don't tell her that he's my boss or that I know him in any way. But damn... I felt like someone just stabbed me in the heart. I thought I didn't have feelings for her after our breakup, but after seeing her story, I was just hit with a pang of jealousy. Maybe it's just because he's a major step up from me. I'm a poor, disorganized undergrad, and he's a successful young talent who has his shit together. The next day at work, I'm basically on edge the whole day. I would look at my boss, remember that he's dating my ex, and just feel so uncomfortable. The rest of the week was like that too. I stopped joking around with him and kind of just stopped talking in general to him. Now I dread seeing him every day because the fact that he's my boss. So he orders me around, just makes me feel shittier and more below him. He's got the girl and I've got no one. I still love my job though and I work so hard to get it so I'm not planning on leaving. I also feel like a shitty person since my boss has been nothing less of nice and is honestly a great guy. Now I just feel like I should have tried harder in our relationship because damn, she was pretty perfect in every way and I just let it slip through. The other day she came over to have lunch with him during his lunch break and I saw them laughing together and yeah, another wave of sadness and jealousy. What do I even do now? How do I stop feeling like this? How should I normalize the situation at work? I found this really sad just mainly because... The way you sort of bash yourself parts of the way through this that you know he's a step up and all this kind of thing which is you know is absolutely not true and you're the only one who's seeing it like this i bet and i was kind of thinking would changing positions help you in this but it sounds like you've got a great job that you don't want to give up and i can understand that so all i can really say is 
Just focus on yourself. Focus on your job. Hell, it sounds like this guy doesn't even know that she was your ex. And from what you said in this, this story, he sounds like a decent guy. But Killer Queen says he is not a step up from you. I need you to know that people aren't ranked. He's just a person with achievements and failures and flaws just like you. He's young and maybe not an effective manager. You said he orders you around, but try not to take it personally. He sees you as a friend, co-worker, subordinate, threat to his relationship, and also probably feels a bit awkward about the situation. As another poster mentioned, he's dating someone significantly younger. When I was 24, my friends and I would definitely make fun of guys who dated 19-year-olds. There's just a huge maturity difference at that age, especially for girls. She's not perfect either, and it turns out you weren't right for each other. You said he's a good guy, and prior to this, you were friends. Don't try to be his best bud, but try your best to forgive him and move on. Focus on your work and yourself. You worked so hard to get this job, and it sounds like a great thing to have on your resume. It will only make you miserable to dwell on it. Canado says, 1. You should cut off contact with your ex, as you are apparently not over her. 2. This step up thing is nonsense. I know it's very tempting for you to see it like this, but nobody else is. This is just shitty luck. Would it have been better if your ex was in love with a homeless junkie? I don't think so. Focus on your job. The guy has done nothing bad for you. And how could he? He doesn't even know. In my opinion, it's better that it stays that way. Or things at work could get really difficult. And one more comment from It's Biffy who says, Learning experience like this are frankly what life is all about. I don't think that you could have the same happiness if you could just plop yourself in his place. That's just not how relationships work. It takes two people with two different dynamics to make it happen. You broke up for a reason and you're learning things about yourself. Things you can do better next time and that's good. It's normal and healthy to second guess but sometimes we just call that self-evaluation and self-discovery. Just don't take it to the extreme where you're beating yourself up and especially by comparing yourself to him. She's not a prize and he's not a standard. Don't dwell on what you did wrong and what you're missing out on. You're way too young with so much ahead of you for that thinking. Be professional and be friendly. And lastly, it will get easier. Sometimes life just hands you in uncomfortable situations and all we can do is get through them and yes, try to learn from them. It won't always be so uncomfortable. The OP does update the post and says, thanks to everyone who gave me advice on my first post. For the past week, I've been trying to focus on myself and my work and not care about my ex and my boss who's dating her. It worked pretty well. I started painting and I'm pretty close to finishing it and I impressed my boss's boss, the professor who owns the lab, not the one dating my ex, by staying late for two days in a row to finish a really difficult experiment. During our lab meeting, my boss's boss shouted me out in front of the entire lab and said he was really impressed by my hard work and dedication. That felt good. As for the situation with my boss and my ex, he found out. Like I mentioned in my previous post, when my ex told me who her new boyfriend was, I didn't mention that he was my boss, so neither of them knew. Two days ago, my boss and us, who are the undergrads, were in a conference room discussing a paper when my ex came in. She came to drop off my boss's wallet. I think he forgot or something. Anyway, she saw me, did a double take and went, Jake? She was definitely super surprised and caught off guard and her boss was already like, what the fuck? So I was just like, hey, Sarah. She shot me another shocked, wide-eyed look and left. Suffice to say, the rest of the meeting was pretty awkward. The next day, it was obvious that my boss now knew our history. Things just turned so awkward. Like, he didn't know how to act around me anymore and what to say. 
Now we're both awkward around each other. He's still nice and all, but things are just uncomfortable between us two now. It is not his fault, though. I think that things will get better between the two of us, but as of right now, I actually feel kind of relieved that he now knows. Something about how both of us now don't know how to act and what to do makes me feel reassured. Sarah also called me the night that she found out I worked there, but I missed her call and forgot to call back. It's good though. I've been trying to think of her less and distance myself a bit. But if things continue to remain really awkward to the point where both our work is affected, I consider talking to my boss's boss about switching me to work under another grad student instead. But yeah, that's about all. Again, thanks for the help, guys. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story from Middle Explanation who says, My 26 female co-worker found my boyfriend, 27 male, on Tinder. And he swears up and down he doesn't use it. And this does contain an update as well. I'm going to try and make this short and sweet. I met my boyfriend, 27 male, 11 months ago. And we've officially been dating since December. We're exclusive before, but never had the conversation. I just moved to a new city last week and I work at a coffee shop. My boyfriend stayed at mine last night, so he dropped me off at work before his gig today. I made him a brew, he stayed a bit to chat and then he left. A bit later, one of my favorite co-workers pulled me aside and said she'd seen my boyfriend on Tinder a little bit ago. I thought she was absolutely mental. My boyfriend looks like a cuter version of Ed Sheeran, though it's not really uncommon for people to think they know him or make comments and whatnot wasn't really bothered by it. However, I got a text off her tonight with a screenshot of my boyfriend's Tinder profile. The main picture was from November, about three months after we met. Her flatmate had apparently just broken up with her ex and they were making her a new profile. Of course, my boyfriend was one of the first ones to pop up. I don't use Tinder and I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's good. I sent my boyfriend the screenshot and he said he hadn't used it in nearly a year. So I guess that could be true if you count November as nearly a year. I honestly wouldn't be that upset if he was using it in November, but he swore up and down that the picture was from before we met and that he doesn't have it on his phone. The picture was definitely from November, but that's besides the point anyways. I'm upset that he's active on Tinder and lying to my face about it. He pretty much dismissed my concerns and said that he was going back to bed. In his defense, it was quite late when we've chatted and we've had a long weekend, so I understand a bit. I don't really know where I'm at right now. Betrayed, confused, embarrassed. Is it at all possible that he isn't active on Tinder? Should I dump him? Hear him out? I completely trusted him before now, and I don't know where my head is at. Now, I've never used one of these dating apps before, so I don't know how they actually work apart from you just finding someone. But a deleted user says on this one, they said, everyone is right on this. You don't show up unless you're actively using the app. And since it was a recent photo, that's even more obvious. Unless he came forward and he straight up admitted, yeah, I downloaded it with my buddy and showed him what it's like. I must have forgotten to delete it. He's probably lying to you. Downloading Tinder doesn't mean he's 100% cheating, but if he is lying, which he clearly is, he's probably cheating slash trying to. Ibizadicta says, now technically deleting Tinder does not delete your account. However, your boyfriend is using a picture from after you started dating and lying to you. At best, he's trying to downplay three to four months of possible cheating. Were you too exclusive then? At worst, he continued to cheat for a long time. 
I'd be reconsidering this relationship certainly. And if you'd like to make it work, you will need to earn back your trust. OP says, I'd be hurt by it for sure, but we haven't discussed it, so I'm not sure if I'd consider it cheating. Definitely downplaying though, as when we did have the exclusivity chat last December, he said he hadn't seen anyone else since we met. DC Blended says, my married friend had the horrible experience of her photos being stolen and used on Tinder. They didn't use her name, but stole a good five of her public profile pictures. Multiple friends saw the fake catfish accounts. Is it possible that's happened in this situation? User says, same thing happened to me. And all the time he was talking sweet to me, even called me a queen. He's going through divorce from a nutty woman, by the way. And he came back to me after he decided that he'd made a mistake in dropping me. A month later, after noticing he was on Tinder, I had a feeling so I opened mine to make sure it was disabled and then deleted it. I called him out on it and he became distant, indignant and indifferent about it. He said, what's it to you? The best you can do is decide whether or not you can trust him. If he showed up so soon, that means he's been on there recently. The OP did update the post as well and they said, my 26 female last post didn't get too much attention, but I figured I would update as one, it's cathartic and two, things got pretty intense. Essentially, if you didn't read the last post, my co-worker's housemate spotted my boyfriend, 27 male on Tinder. He said he didn't use it, which was clearly a lie, as many of you stated. I truly wanted to believe him when I made the post, even though my gut and the evidence really told me not to. So I made a fake profile with one picture and no bio and searched for him with no luck. I matched people to keep the algorithm working, but didn't send messages. I left it at that for the time being. I saw my boyfriend last weekend and I still didn't get an explanation or an apology or anything even near the truth. So I decided to snoop, edit through his messages. I'm not proud and I owned up to it, partially because he had some weird exchanges with girls. This isn't important to the story, but when I confronted him, I got half-assed responses and we continued to hardly speak throughout this week. He also is currently at a festival this weekend. I was still feeling even more insecure had no explanation for two possible cheating situations now. I was a bit tipsy last night and decided to bring up the old fake profile, setting the distance on maximum to pick up the festival location. And what do you know? He appeared. I was too afraid to match him, so I messaged my co-worker's housemate. She stopped by my job the other day to introduce herself and apologize for the whole situation. Apparently, her boyfriend also had a Tinder profile, and that's why she ended things with him. She said she had my back and would keep an eye out for me. I thought she wouldn't find him when I told her, as I was under the impression that profiles disappear after you swipe left. However, she found him and they matched. I text my boyfriend immediately saying it was over because he's still on Tinder and here's where it gets insane. He responded that his best mate has apparently been chatting on Tinder with a girl from my country and living in my current city. My co-worker's housemate is from my country, which is super rare. It honestly wouldn't surprise me that she would get on with my boyfriend's best mate. I know she has friends that live in his town and is there from time to time because she said that's why his profile came up straight away. Anyway, my boyfriend's mate went on about her. He thought I was being a catfish, so apparently he decided to download Tinder at the festival to try and catch me. Honestly, I can sort of see why he'd think that in a roundabout way because we're very similar. Still, I told him that his accusation and excuse for being on Tinder was ridiculous although I owned up to making a fake profile to try and find him. I also said I know the girl who's chatting to his mate because she's the one that found him originally and matched with him again today. 
I then reiterated that we're through because there is obviously zero trust between the two of us. I don't think I was right in snooping and making a fake profile, but I felt as if I deserved the truth. I also asked if I needed to go to the gum clinic, even though I'd go anyways. He said he would respond tomorrow, but it's well into the afternoon and nothing. Closure is overrated, I guess. I'm pretty numb to the whole situation, although I'm gutted that I'll lose our mutual friends because I'll be the crazy ex who catfished their mate. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And we're going to move on to another story from the MIVR. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Russell subreddit from PuzzleheadedKale987 and says, Am I the asshole for telling my wife? She no longer has an excuse to not work. My wife and I had our first child two years ago, a beautiful little girl. My wife and I agreed that her being a stay-at-home mum was worth it and I can sustain the household on my income. I started to notice about a year in, she was getting overwhelmed and asked what I could do to help. She claimed to be fine, but I started to price around childcare options. Book with friends, family and colleagues looking for any suggestions, recommendations and resources. That is when my boss told me our job has childcare benefits. Awesome. I start the paperwork, get the approval and put on a wait list. I brought it up with my wife and we toured the place with our daughter and she loved it. About four months a spot opened up and our daughter is now in daycare. It is run in the same office building I work at so it's super convenient. I drop her off when I head to work and pick her up when I leave. Perfect. Here is where the issue arrives. My wife is not doing anything. We split the household chores. That is how it was in my family growing up and I find cleaning and cooking relaxing so I'm fine with it. That being said, my wife has not done much with her day since our daughter started daycare. I understand adjustments take time. That being said, the original agreement was for her to be a stay-at-home mum. With our daughter in daycare, not being rude, staying at home to be a mum is not happening. I brought up the million dollar question. When are you going back to work? This may have been a miscalculation on my part, but I figured I am in this deep. Let's see it to the end. She gave me a glare of death and tried to change the subject. I kindly interjected. Not trying to push you, but practically speaking, I told her that she has no excuse to not be working. This was my tactical error. She blew up. Thankfully, during this, daughter was at my parents' house, so she didn't hear or see the yelling. We went back and forth using the classic lines from both sides of the camp. She used the good husband provides the option for their wife to stay at home. I said, if you want to be, then either watch our daughter or do the housework. You being home is not a free pass to do nothing. 
She clapped back with your co-workers' wives get to stay at home and do nothing. I told her I agree, but they have cheated on their wives. Do you want me to start doing that? I'm sure you piece together the rest. The comment about cheating was not a threat. She was using the fact the wives of my co-workers get to be home, though their kids are also in daycare. I pointed out that the husbands are cheating on them. My co-workers' situation is skewed. They have found it to be more beneficial to stay together from the wife's side. We live in a state where spousal support has caps and, and does not matter how many years you were married before. Husband sticks around because the status quo is just easier. It was just a state that is not the life she thinks it is. Edit. Please, it was not meant as a threat. She had envy of other families she knows and wanted what they had. I just told her the truth about what was hiding behind their walls. It was not me saying I would cheat. Just me saying the life she is envying is not all sunshine and rainbows. The wives she sees are paying the price that she was unaware of. And I know she does not want to pay. She was also a software engineer. She was 100% on board and I confirmed with her that she was okay with her daycare options. And if not, that is perfectly okay. She does not have any mental health issues I am aware of. I suggested she does speak with her doctor, but that is something she has to do. I cannot force her. She did enjoy her line of work, or at the very least, that is what she told me. I also agree with the thing said did not have to be said and that it was not a proper way to handle the situation. Just wanted to clarify that I have no intention or thought of cheating. It was simply a response to her asking why she cannot have what my co-workers' wives have. And we'll start with Sorry Birthday who says not the arsehole. She is no longer contributing the around-the-clock childcare originally keeping her out of the workforce. It is only natural that she re-enter the workforce. At the very least, if you could cover childcare and the sole income and do all pickups and drop-offs, then, then she should at least do all the household chores. If she only does half of them, then she isn't really contributing a fair share at all. Kronkler sort of says, not the asshole. She wants you to take on the 1950s role as a sole provider for the family, but finds the role of 1950s housewife insulting. She can't have her cake and eat it too. She either does 80% of the household chores or she gets a job. And one more comment from Automatic Metal who says, first, if she is staying at home and the child is in daycare, she should be doing all the housework. She should be doing all the grocery shopping and cooking and any errand you can pass on to her. Need some drugs picked up? Have an Amazon return? Lawn needs to be mowed? Thanks, hon. Tell you that you both need to contribute to the household and any time you spend on those activities is time taken away from your child and she has time when you are at work. Second, you ask when is a good time to discuss her employment plans. Push for a specific date and time. If she won't agree, tell her you will give her some time to think and ask again in two days. If she brings up your co-worker's relationship, tell her it's irrelevant. You both agreed she would stop working to be the primary caretaker. If she isn't fulfilling that role, it's perfectly reasonable and fair to you to discuss her returning to work. If she brings up traditional roles, reminder it's 2023. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely incredible. Hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.